0: Just won a thousand dollars! That is amazing! Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up! You guys are awesome, man. Woo! This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Michael, it's Roz and Mocha, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? Good, buddy. Uh, why don't you tell Roz what it is you just texted into us? So. I was just
4: saying that I miss when Roz used to ask you for the printout from the printer before doing the news. Mm. Like, it's just as much part of the routine as the rest of it, and it kind of fell off. <sighs> okay,
5: I know. So the way it used to go was I used to say, uh, hey, Mocha, are you ready? And then Mocha would say. Yeah. And then I would go, let's do the news. And then we would roll the intro for the news. And as the intro for the news was happening, um, I would hit print on the news. Mm-hmm. And the way that the room was configured is that the printer was right behind Mocha. And so I would always then say, Mocha, please reach around and grab my news off the printer. And and it always went like that. And then we moved studios. They built us a brand new studio uh, years ago. And... I now have monitors in front of me where I can read the news because in the old studio, if I was looking at Mocha, my monitor was like off to the side. So I wouldn't be able to like read the news off a monitor and still manage to look at Mocha. But they gave me all these monitors. I have three monitors in front of me now. And then the printer is way on the other
0: side of the room. Oh, (laughs) also the environment. What about the environment? Digital age. But it was a lot of paper. Ah, Come on, two sheets
5: a day. <laughs> okay, let's not worry about my footprint yeah. with two sheets a day. But that
0: was with smaller font. Your eyesight I know, now. I know, you're you, right. <laughs> you I fun know, fun. I
5: went I went from a nine to a 13 in those years. Oh,
0: boy. <laughs> That's with your readers.
5: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, so I, I do miss it. That was one of the things, when we actually moved into this new studio, uh, one of the things we had talked, about was do we ask engineering to move the printers so it's still behind yeah. there mocha no, room, uh, no i know <laughs> no, just, and you just can and they, they it's it's a whole new place <laughs> they but they also said no I idiots. Know, i know <laughs> but because i because there's one thing like if you listen to the show like there, there's one thing that we love which is you know we love like a, a catchphrase and we love a gimmick and we love all that stuff and it was it was just such a part of the way that we did the news every day that, you know, I I sort of, you know, I missed it for a long time.
0: Okay. Well, Michael, seeing as how we are uh, minutes away from actually seconds away from doing the news after Mm -hmm. Roz yells out and we run the intro, would you like for him to like kick it old school, say it,
6: and then we'll just print a bunch of stuff? That would be amazing. If you could do this one time, that would be so good. Okay.
5: Okay. It's going to have to be symbolic because my computer isn't <laughs> actually hooked up to the printer here in the studio.
0: Oh, my God. You got to email it to me. <laughs> okay. okay. to- I'll email it to you. <laughs> Can you print and get my news <laughs> <off
5: the printer? laughs> All right. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. I do I'll i send it to you right now. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Yeah.
7: Let's
2: do the news. Later, Michael.
0: Later.
7: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
0: News News break.
5: Ben Affleck and Matt Damon out there promoting air with uh, Viola Davis. This is the uh, story of.
0: Oh, I can't wait uh, for this movie.
5: Nike struck the deal with uh, Michael Jordan. And well, Michael Jordan's mom. She was the one that brokered the whole thing. Thanks, Mom. And it's always good to see Matt Damon and Ben Affleck sort of, you know, doing their thing together because everybody's kind of got a soft spot, right? Because like they're bros. Yeah, they're bros. And the Goodwill hunting run and then the the Oscar speech when they won for writing that movie. It was a, it was a real great moment. Yeah. But they haven't actually worked together in a very, very long time. And uh, so this is the sort of reunion and when you're talking to Matt and Ben, you have to talk about the, the old days when they were coming up and just how close they were and this is Ben and Matt talking about sharing a bank account when they were young people don't realize how close you guys were even though they know you're like aligned in a lot of ways and these guys were buddies and they wrote this movie but
4: I don't think people realize like the actual best friend like, share. I don't even have a friend
8: that I would have shared a checking account with that's yeah. unusual yeah, well, we had this shared dream. a nice dream. It's weird, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Well, it's, it was unusual, but it was also like we, we needed the money for, for auditions for yeah, trips to, New, to York. New York. So that's what the money was for. It was like you were allowed to go to New York with the money. You could go to the camera. We were allowed to take out 10 bucks and get quarters and go to 1001 and play video games. That was another <laughs> use of the money we were allowed. Nice. And, uh, and eventually, you know, we, we were allowed to try to buy beer, like, you <laughs> right, know, which right. never f- worked. But <laughs> like,
9: that's how we went broke. <laughs> yeah.
8: But like, you know, I, that it, it was a, we, it's a weird thing in retrospect. Like, we've reflected on yeah, that. I like, this, like,
9: we're going to help each other and be here for each other and it's hard enough and let's try to do this together. I mean, can you imagine how happy I was when that Born movie worked? <laughs> Boy.
5: <laughs>
0: that's great.
5: I wonder if it's still an active account or if they shut it down. Like, I wonder if there's still like 10 bucks in the Matt and Ben account.
0: Just, I think just, to keep,
5: just to keep it alive.
0: I think the account still exists, but it belongs to one of them.
5: You think so? Yeah. Not yeah.
0: with like the $10. Like yeah. it's actively. You think so? Yes.
5: It's not just like sitting there as that joint account?
0: No. No? I think it's like, I'm going to, something inside me says that Matt Damon has access that, to that That account. he
5: sort of took that over. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You think when they, when these guys, when the two of them, because they're such good friends, right? Yeah and it's not like they do every project together but when they do a project together it's special and mm-hmm. with this movie air do you think that the two of them up the acting because they didn't want to disappoint the other person There, because they're such good friends no. like i'm gonna i'm gonna provide the best acting
5: no because, because i don't want to
0: disappoint you as my buddy
5: no because ben affleck directed it right
0: Oh. So, oh, right, yeah. Yeah,
5: yeah. So, and he's a real, I mean, he's been nominated for an Academy yeah, Award. Yeah, no, like, he's like great. They're, they're he's both, great. I think they're both, I think that it's I, the, uh, probably way less pressure. And I think that a, a movie like this was probably, yeah, a hell of a lot of fun for both of them. Yeah. Uh, the writer's room uh, account for Stranger Things is shooting down a story that came out the other day that said Millie Bobby Brown turned down a $12 million offer to do an 11 spin off film. What? So that was the story, is that because we all know that Stranger Things is coming to an end. Yeah. And the story was that they offered Millie Bobby Brown $12 million to do a one-off film based on 11, and she turned it down. So the writer's room tweeted out this. They said, uh, yeah, there's nothing in this article that is true. They continued, don't know why we have to keep debunking this rumor, but get those clicks, you guys. So I guess from the writer's room, their their angle is there isn't even a movie, let alone an offer, right? I don't
0: know. It sounds like some trickery from Vecna.
5: <laughs>
0: don't want you to know the truth. I'm trying to take over. I mean,
5: to me that seems like a doable thing, but it is. But but, but do you want an eleven no. spin off movie without the other guys in it? Like, remember that one season? I don't know whether it was two or three where they sent oh. her sent her to the city and the she season, met all those other Jabronis? Season two, yeah. Season two, where it just wasn't good. Yeah. Right? Um, I don't want to see Eleven on her own. No, and
0: I think that if they did a movie and it bombed, yeah. it would just ruin the legacy of Stranger Things. Yes, I, I think we we got everything. We now know everything we need to know about Eleven. Yeah, I don't need to see Eleven on an adventure. Right, fighting other things from the Upside right. Down. Right.
5: What about if it was like a comedy?
0: Well, now that, that, like, that
5: she, is, like she goes and gets like she goes to college and it's like hijinks and. Joins a sorority. Like, all that stuff. Like, what if it was like that? (laughs) Uses her powers on football games and, like, this kind of thing. I might watch that.
0: I need to see a script.
5: Uh, There is an old debate that has been given new life thanks to a tweet from one airline passenger. So they were trying to bring food onto their flight. And you always have to follow the TSA rules. Mm -hmm. And the TSA stopped this individual... Because the TSA considers peanut butter to be a liquid. No. So, not. so then the question is, is peanut butter a
4: liquid? Well, it's liquefied, right?
0: Really. Is it? really? I don't consider what peanut butter. What would you butter call butter. it, a smear? <laughs> so peanut butter. Don't ever call it a gross term. smear again. <laughs> That's so disgusting. So peanut
5: butter <laughs> falls under the same <laughs> liquid classification as toothpaste moisturizers, creams, mascaras, jams and jelly. All these things including peanut butter are yes allowed, but they have to follow the 3 ounces or less rule.
0: I just thought you couldn't do you couldn't bring peanut butter because of Nut allergies and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I got it out of respect.
5: So the TSA released their own statement after this tweet saying, uh, you may not be nuts about it, but TSA, <laughs> I know, but the TSA considers your peanut butter a liquid. A liquid has no definite shape and takes the shape of its container. Yeah, but so does hair. Hair? You know what I mean? Hair. If I had a jar full of hair... <laughs>
0: Right? First of all, that's going to take the shape of the container as well. They would take you to like the security office. I, but right is away. it that a liquid? They, they wouldn't. Right? wouldn't even give you the pat down. They'd be like, "Follow us." But sir. that's a very, that's a very vague. <laughs> sir, come with us, please. That's a very vague thing,
5: though. Right? Has no definitive shape and takes the shape of its container. You could say that about a lot of things.
4: Sand. I've brought sand
0: back. Yes. Yeah, you allowed. can bring sand back. You, you can. Can no. you not? No, sand? No, I, I don't think... Yeah, it, look, if you go to Beautiful Beach and then no. you fill up a little jar with sand. No, I've done that containers. twice. No, because of
5: uh, things that grow in it and stuff like that. Nothing oh. grows in sand. Yeah, yeah like, you, like, don't, like, you don't know. Like, like something and, may be in there. Yeah, yeah, they don't like you to bring sand back it, at all. That's, why, that's like they don't like you to bring apples back either. You can't bring fruit. They don't like you to bring What fruit. about
4: cheese? Because Matthew's family is bringing cheese from
0: Portugal.
5: I think cheese might be okay, but I don't know how much cheese you're allowed to bring. I'm no cheese expert when it comes to flying.
0: So hold on. So if I wanted to bring cheese whiz? No. No, that's a liquid.
5: Yes. Hey, what
4: about crunchy
5: peanut butter? No, same thing. Snicker. No. Yeah, you well, can bring... that
4: one has full nuts.
5: You can bring a block of cheese, but you cannot melt the cheese, mm. which is interesting.
4: How would it even keep...
5: What, cheese? Yeah. I think you wrap it. People bring lobster back. You ever been on one of those planes where you got the lobster box? Bruh. Yeah, but that's in, like, I guess ice or something. Okay. Nice. Listen. I am never comfortable when they stick that thing above me in yeah. the overhead, a box with holes, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Little turbulence. And there's no lock on that box. It's like what you carry beer out of the liquor store with. Not it's a little to, tiny thing of cardboard.
0: Not to out my parents. Yeah. Nah. Are they up listening? Probably not. Whatever.
5: What do they bring back?
0: They, uh, I hope when they're at the airport, every single time they come back from Guyana. Oh, no. I'm always like, I hope they don't get asked to open up their luggage. Oh, no. (laughs) Bro, the amount of stuff they bring back. (laughs) It's just terrible. Oh, bro, like, like, I'm sure, like, the fruits and veg, like, they're not allowed here. No, uh, you're not allowed. Things that are, like, in jars that have been wrapped in, like saran wrap and then foil (laughs) and then saran wrap and then foil (laughs) saran wrap and then wrapped up inside of like a pair of jeans and shoved to the back the very bottom (laughs) 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 I'm waiting for that phone call one day sir your parents (laughs) you gotta come collect them (laughs) also you gotta pay this money Yo
5: come get your mule (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so from all reports this is not going to be an April Fool's Day prank um, but if you are currently verified on Twitter like old school legacy blue check Twitter you are going to lose that on April 1st unless you sign up for Twitter blue and pay $8 a month over the web or 11 through the app No, they're taking away the blue check mark unless you pay No. For companies and brands if you want to maintain your, have you seen those gold check marks that people have in their businesses? That looks sweet, huh? Don't (laughs) tell me you're going to (laughs) pay. Hell no. You know what what they're going to charge companies? So Twitter verified organizations. It's a brand new program on Twitter. That is going to cost companies to get either the gray or the gold check. Will cost companies $1,000 a month and $50 a month for each additional affiliate sub-account.
0: Don't do it. Don't do it, everybody. I
10: might.
11: Shut
5: up, Shell! Listen,
10: listen. I, unlike you guys, I'm not verified on Instagram, right? And we know, we all know how that makes me feel. Yeah, I know. Twitter's the only place where I have verification.
5: Oh, is it? It really is. Oh, and they're gonna take that away, gonna take from you? away from it. Oh, wait a no. second. So wait a second, wait a second. Are you gonna pay eight bucks a month? <sighs> I mean, I wouldn't admit it on to. the
0: radio. Right. Well, we're going to know. Well, I guess he'll know.
11: <laughs> <Yeah. Bro. laughs> I
0: swear to God, bro, if we see a gold checkmark next oh, to your no. face,
4: He can't, though. He'd <laughs> have to switch to a business. Yeah, that's easy, though. You think
0: the, you think the business of Shem? <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm a
4: businessman.
5: Right?
4: <laughs> yeah. But the blue ones will lose all meaning, then, and if you
0: have to pay for it, it's not... It's they not are, a already. They already thing. did.
5: Blue, blue has lost all meaning now. Everybody's like verified forever, on though. Twitter yeah. now. When you look at every jabroni on Twitter, they're all you verified. You just
0: email whoever. be like yo let me get this check mark yeah i'm like okay done (laughs) no problem uh last night last night at
5: the uh, toronto maple leafs florida panthers game uh singer ryan michael james uh forgot the words to "O canada and as we've seen countless times before um if you forget the words to uh, the national anthem it is never good to improv (laughs) you know what i'm saying damn here to honor Canada and the United States with performances
10: of O Canada. Ryan, Michael, James.
2: It starts Canada, off fine, totally fine. Yeah. Our home and native oh, yeah. land. You can tell. True patriot love in so all far. of us come Sounds all right. All in love with Zion. Oh no! We what? Love strong and free. From far and wide, oh Canada. Oh no. We stand on guard for thee. (laughs) Come on, bro. He's got it now. He's got it now. God keep our land. And he, uh. Glory. listen to that crowd
5: i know they're helping him out, and this is florida too right i mean there's so many canadians in florida yeah yeah yeah. like so they help him out a lot all right
0: he's got his uh, confidence back and
5: and and before the game he posted a shirtless picture of himself sure did right and all it wrote was uh trying to learn the words to "O canada but really it was just a shirtless selfie uh, that he took in the mirror. He ain't learning nothing, Right, he ain't learning nothing. Uh, so let's go through some of the other hold awesome... Hold on, hold on, before. Yeah. Boy, I just
0: got to relive this one. Yeah.
2: No, strong and free. Oh,
0: wait, no, this part.
2: Yeah. Love in love
5: The what? The poor guy. It sounded like he said, Goldilocks fall in love. I don't know I'm not, like where he's going with that.
2: Goldy Goldilocks love fall
0: in love. Goldilocks, don't be shy. Yeah, something like
5: that. Or golden love and in golden love, whatever. Gold in love
2: inside of
5: something. Yeah, you're right. Golden love inside of something. So everybody's going in on this guy. Damn it, Maury had a chance to uh, literally just moments ago speak to Ryan Michael James.
4: What do you want to say to all of Canada right now about your rendition?
6: Yeah, um, so I was actually a last-minute replacement. I found out two hours before oh. the, the show that I was actually going on, and I had two hours to learn the National Anthem for Canada, uh, which I was not familiar with before doing this gig. Um, so they told me that the words would be on the screen, and they were not. So oh, no. I no. kind of just panicked, and I, you know, as much as I rehearsed it, I panicked, and I blacked out. Couldn't uh, couldn't get back to where I needed to be. Canada, I am uh, so sorry for uh, flooding the lyrics. I I promise you it was not intentional. I uh, did my best and was not given adequate oh. time to, to prepare for it because um, I was the last minute replacement and I you know this is my own fault. But uh, there is a lot of you know extenuating factors that contribute, and I just I got nervous and I choked and couldn't figure out where i was in the song so oh, um yeah. oh, i do apologize
5: that was ryan michael james from last night feel bad for the guy mm. but that's not going to stop us i got so many more of these brutal anthems to get through i don't even know where this one's from
2: from far and why may
1: they stand god I need the words.
5: Yeah, I think so. Uh, but the, the, the classic that everybody yeah. sort of reverts back to, this is the sort of benchmark of screwing up O Canada to which all other O Canada screw-ups will be measured against. Uh, this is Dennis Casey Parks. And during the game, he was credited as Greg Bartholomew for some reason. Uh, but this is when the CFL expanded into Vegas in 94. And when people tend to, and you heard it a little bit from the guy last night, uh, when people tend to screw up O Canada, they revert to O Christmas tree. The Melody for Oh Christmas Tree. So this is Greg Bartholomew. Oh,
2: Canada, it's not our okay. home and oh. native <laughs> land, oh, no. true patriot love he- thy son's command <laughs> with growing hearts we see thee rise the true and strong and free from far and wide O oh canada <laughs> We stand on guard for thee. I actually like this
11: version oh, now.
6: Merry I'll start Christmas. On. <laughs> <From far laughs> One
2: more time. <laughs> oh we stand on guard
0: for thee. Guys, I just fell in love with our country all over
11: again.
5: Sean <laughs> uh, Mendez was uh, doing an interview where he was talking about uh, Tommy Hilfiger. And I guess they were showing him a bunch of stuff from Tommy Hilfiger, and they showed uh, Sean Mendes the brand new crop tops, which I think were designed for ladies. But uh, Sean Mendes is now encouraging men to re-embrace the crop top. Um, I also
0: love the crop. I think the crop tops are just, they're super beautiful. They look it's great on fit. men. They look great on men. So don't don't be afraid to pick them up, guys. They look good. Right? You've been saying that for years, right, Ron? <laughs> I used to have a crop top. Would you still? would i still mm. was it a normal no, size shirt? No, I'm sure, messed there. Tall?
5: I'm like, it's not good. Nobody wants to see that.
0: No, no, like at home. I'm not talking about like you know, like wear it public. around at
5: home? Mm. A full crop?
0: Okay. At the cottage.
5: No. No, I would have no reason to wear a full
0: crop. Why not? You should just try it. Just to gauge the reaction from No, like Santa I used Neurophi. No, no, like I used
5: to wear a crop like I wore a crop top like back in the day when like it was attractive for men to wear crop tops. Like mm-hmm. I had like a crop top that I would wear with jean shorts. What? And my jean shorts were so short that you could see the pocket the pockets hung lower than the hem of the short. Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? Picture uh, it didn't happen. The long hair too? Well, of course with the long hair. Oh, flowing long hair and a
0: cross. Did yeah. you see like the bum
11: cheeks?
5: Um just no. like the bottom of the bum cheeks? No, no, it wasn't that short. It wasn't that short. Also, like how low do you think my bum cheeks were hanging? It's just regular bum cheeks. Like, no, you I can know, go but pretty high. You, no, you can go pretty high on the shorts. Yeah, but that would have to go up on an angle if you wanted to see my bum cheeks. Yeah. The shorts didn't go up on an angle. What do uh-huh. you mean, Roz? Of what? The bum cheek thing.
0: Don't fall for the trap. <laughs> what are you
5: talking about? I just said I don't have big bum cheeks. Oh,
12: Shut up, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> <Some love it. laughs>
5: new couple alert, new couple alert. Who? Did you see that video of Harry Styles and Emily Ratajkowski making out?
0: Bro, wasn't she just dating? Um, Pete Davidson? No, Eric.
5: Eric Andre.
0: Yes, the comedian. Yeah. When did they break up? I I thought they were still together. I don't know. It was like two weeks ago. There was like an interview with him talking about like how lovely the relationship is. Yeah, let me read you
5: this. The pair were seen intensely making out with each other. Mm. In a heated moment of PDA, Mm. the video showcases the couple making out like their lives depend on it. (sighs) while cameras record from just meters away. Oh, this
0: late night he talking. looks like a good
5: kisser. Right? Yeah. It was uh, steamy. Yeah. Yeah, I watched it a couple times. Uh, <laughs> her arms wrapped around. No, she's touching his face. Like, and they're outside. They're just like leaning up against like a minivan. Minivan? Just going
0: for it. Oh, mom and dad tings. Right? Yes. <laughs> Holy. Where were his arms? Was his, are his arms, like, wrapped around her waist no, or... No, what Back was he, of her head. I, no, I don't
5: even well, think they were so. Moving. No, I they think he moving. was holding her hand in front of him. Oh. Like, sort of, I think that that's the, the face touching is very important. Yeah, her, her hand was up on his okay. face, I believe. Aww. And they were going for it. Right. Uh, new couple alert, new couple alert. Apparently, an eyewitness tells E.T. that Selena Gomez and Zayn Malik were out Saturday night. Oh, Zane. They walked into a restaurant holding hands and were kissing. Mm. Most of the people in the restaurant and the restaurant staffers didn't even notice them. It seemed like they were very comfortable together, they say, and it was clear that this was a date.
11: All
0: right. (sighs) The same weekend that was the anniversary of Zane leaving One Direction. Was it? Mm -hmm. I'm there to comfort you.
5: It's going to be a rough weekend. Right? Yep. Yep. Uh, Last week, Adam Sandler, the big ceremony for the Mark Twain uh, Prize of American Humor happened. And uh, it aired, some of it aired uh, this weekend. And these are people who are all there to honor Adam Sandler, the recipient of the Mark Twain um, Prize for American Humor. Uh, Here is a little bit of
13: Conan O'Brien talking about Adam Sandler. I come before you tonight to state, in complete honesty and sincerity, you're making a terrible, terrible mistake. (laughs) No award has screwed up this badly since a MacArthur Genius Grant was given to Vin Diesel. Come on, Conan. Uh, Seriously, people have not been this shocked since I won a Latin Grammy. It was 2019. Look it up. Shakira and I. It was killed it. (laughs) I'm calling it. And here is uh, Ben Stiller. There's something about him, you know, his work. It's it, it just, it all, it all feels effortless. It almost seems, I mean, I don't want to say lazy because that's not the right word. And I, I don't have a better word. So for now, let's go with lazy. But under the surface, there's just, there's just so much more to it. I mean, there has to be. I mean, how else can you explain a crazy Hanukkah song that's really, yeah. Classic. And it's really just a list of rhyming celebrity names, and yet it goes multi-platinum and has become a holiday radio staple that my daughter forces us all to listen to after we light the candles every year. So good.
11: It's oh, uh, nice.
5: Mariah Carey's birthday today. Woo-hoo. How do you celebrate this day, Damn it? Maureen. Matthew got a cake. You really? Yeah, it's in the fridge. What kind of cake?
0: <laughs> you guys have a. Oh cake? wait, can I guess?
5: you it never like, get it.
0: Funfetti no no it's it's
5: some gluten-free vegan
0: thing
4: right forty dollar cake because it's vegan
0: forty dollars yeah how far in advance did you have to order this cake
4: oh no they always have it in their freezer section but it's our favorite but it's also this the mariah's favorite colors which is pink yet lavender so what kind of cake is it oh it's like a chocolate raspberry um kind of puddingy cake now do you sing
5: happy birthday to mariah at home Yes, of
4: course we do. Really? Yeah. Do you put candles on the cake? No, because oh. nobody knows how old she really is. Oh, well, fifty-three is what it or says 54. here. Or fifty-four, or oh, is That or 54. the controversy? Yeah. Always, every year she's always this or that.
11: Oh. Really?
4: Yeah. And nobody's been able to figure that out. Depends on who you ask. Oh well, what about
5: what does she say? She says twelve. Twelve. Ooh, that's <laughs> weird.
11: Yeah. She I understand if a...
5: somebody said twenty-one, but no, no she's eternally twelve.
0: Twelve. Yeah.
5: I don't trust people like
0: that, man. So. <laughs> You don't sing happy no, sorry you do sing happy birthday no you candles don't? though
4: no candles no, no candles. candles okay and then also i don't think you can put a candle in this cake it's too, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's too, too like too it's not stable enough yeah it's too huh. like wobbly it's like you Is know it like it jello it's no it's not jello it's kind of like puddingy oh like hard pudding
0: <laughs> so <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'd be so proud yeah it's <laughs> <That's> so gross <laughs> um now do you guys listen? Is there a specific song, specific album, or do you just kind of have like a playlist?
4: We listen to the Emancipation of Mimi album.
0: Oh, what's for our best album, what's on that one? We Belong Together. We Belong Together. Oh, it's, it's like, like that, that, which is my favorite song. Yeah, yo, that's. Who knows, who, knows more, who knows
5: more
4: tracks on that album? Okay, so you both, you,
5: you both know you both know <laughs> no, those no, two. Give
4: it to Mocha. I don't know; those are the two. You did only I know. know
5: you, you said it's her best album, and you can only name Mocha two songs. Moka said it's her best
4: album. <laughs> you also said it was her best album. I agreed with Moka.
5: Yes, you did agree with Mocha. <laughs> so you can only name two songs See, on what Mariah Carey you, you feel her best
4: album is because those are my two favorite. Right? Well, what else N- is on? there? Name one more song, off that album. Yeah, of that particular album. Yes. I have no. Wow! Wow! <laughs> you know what I mean?
8: Matthew's the bigger Jackson. fan. You know what I
4: mean? I'm just there to support my husband. No,
5: no, 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 no. Can I Google? No, no, you can't Google. Emancipation. Stop typing.
4: Mocha. Okay.
0: Yeah, this is a great album. Look at all these songs. 14 songs on here, Maury. How many were number one? Uh, three who, of them Who asked that question Actually no you know, you know who asked that question Maury A fan Oh <laughs> Shake It Off is a great song
4: Oh right. that's a good Shake it off Cause <laughs> <laughs> <Bruh. laughs> Come on now All right, no, I'd, be
5: I'd be so proud be <laughs> for you. The
0: Roz and
11: Mocha Show Podcast Podcast
5: Uh, Jonathan Majors was seen living in a New York City courthouse on Saturday wearing a uh, hat that simply read the, uh, had the word freedom written across the front. Uh, a judge released uh, Majors without bail... Uh, in his uh, Saturday arraignment after he was charged with misdemeanor assault, aggravated harassment, attempted assault, and harassment. Uh, He is due back in court in May. There's sort of two different stories floating around. um, Mm. One from Variety, one from TMZ. When
0: did this happen, like Friday or Saturday? So
5: Friday or Saturday. So there's two sort of, the the TMZ story says that he was out with his girlfriend Mm -hmm. and they got into an argument while in a taxi on the way home. And TMZ sources say that the girlfriend saw another woman texting majors and uh, she confronted him trying to sneak a peek at his phone and then that's when it all sort of went off the rails where he allegedly grabbed her and allegedly slapped her with his hand around her neck uh tmz is also reporting that um uh, it was the girlfriend who was dropped off at a different location and then went to the police the following morning where Variety is reporting that it was actually Jonathan Majors who was the one that made the 911 call. And in, whenever there is a, some sort of domestic dispute, uh, somebody has to be arrested. So they can't just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. So the police without incident took Jonathan Majors into custody. His lawyers say Jonathan Majors is completely innocent and is provably the victim victim of an altercation with the woman with a woman he knows they go on to say we are quickly gathering and presenting evidence to the da with the expectation that all charges will be dropped imminently so two very different stories when
0: charges get dropped yeah, you being arrested doesn't end up anywhere, does it? No, still, no, or just erased. No. Yes. Oh, okay.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I guess that that's the sort of protocol for domestic incidents that somebody has gotcha. to be somebody has to be removed, right? Yeah. And so that's what uh, that's what went on. Oh, Zachary Levi, this story's crazy. So John Wick over the weekend, uh, John Wick Four set the franchise record. So it did seventy three point five million domestically and one hundred thirty seven point five million worldwide. Wow. That is huge numbers, and yeah. this is the Week after uh, Shazam opened to sort of lackluster reviews and didn't do as well financially as they had hoped, and so now everybody's kind of like pitting Zachary Levi because there's a lot of Zachary Levi haters out there, and I really didn't know why. Like it's sort of it's sort of crazy. Um, so there's a video floating around where it looks like Zachary Levi takes a shot at John. It's on Wick.
4: his Instagram. He posted no, no, it no, no, on no, his no no, 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 no,
5: no. There's a video floating around that looks like Zachary Levi takes a shot at John Wick. So here's the edited video.
13: Listen, I love Keanu Reeves. If you want to go see John Wick, go for it. I mean, I'm not going to tell you not to. But John Wick's not a family movie. (laughs) So if you're looking for a movie for your family or uh, your date or whatever, or you just don't want to get into like hardcore, you know, pop, 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 um, go see Shazam Fury of the Gods. We are a far better film, and those of you who have seen the movie know this.
5: Okay, so that is the edited clip where he's talking about John Wick and then says, we are a far better film, and everybody knows this. It's not what he said. He's not talking about Shazam being a far better film than John Wick is. So here's the unedited version from his socials.
13: And this weekend, I think John Wick comes out. Listen, I love Keanu Reeves. If you want to go see John Wick and knock your go for it i mean I, i'm not gonna tell you not to but john wick's not a family movie <laughs> so if you're looking for a movie for your family or uh, your date or whatever or you just want don't want to get into like hardcore you know pop 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 pop, pop um go see shazam fury of the gods You'll thoroughly enjoy it. It is a throwback to all of the movies that we knew and loved when we were grown up in the 80s and the 90s, guys. It's Amblin, it's Lucasfilm. It feels all like that. Is it a perfect film? No, I don't. I'm hard pressed to think of uh, uh, perfect films. But we are a far better film than some of these critics, reviewers have given us credit for. Wait,
0: so where
5: did the other clip come from? It's edited. So they took what he said and then they cut it to make it seem like he's taking a shot at John Wick people and then that that's the clip that's everywhere oh. today so that other clip where Come it sounds on, like he's game. saying Shazam, the funny a thing much is earlier movie. in that video
4: he actually says i bet you people are going to take this and edit it sure
11: oh.
0: yep. and they
4: did and Poor that's the one guy. that's the one that's uh that's going around today damn man i know
5: i know hey uh adele was supposed to wrap up her vegas residency mm-hmm. Uh, over the weekend, and then she goes in on stage and says this to the audience.
2: Playing to four thousand people for thirty-four nights is not enough, and I know that I know it's not enough. So I am coming back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my
11: god. A
12: few weeks in June, and I'm going to film it and I'm going to release it
7: to make sure that anyone who wants to see this <laughs> <laughs> And then I.
12: Back
7: from the
12: summer, back in August until the end of fall. It's, not only is this another play, but also
7: it's
5: such a vibe in this room. I just, <laughs> okay, so, so she's she's gonna come back and do more shows, and she's gonna film it and do a special for all the people. But I find that woman screaming like it's interesting because Adele was like, "I'm not done. I'm coming back," and she loses her mind. Girl, you were already at the show. I know, but maybe she wanna go. Again. I am coming back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're her right there. <laughs> like, she's gonna,
0: like she's gonna book another trip to <laughs> it's, Vegas. It's
5: like it's not like you you missed it and then I you're know. finding this like, news oh, out, no.
4: right? I missed out. Yeah, no. Like you're there. I am coming back. <laughs>
0: So yeah.
11: <laughs> fan,
5: next level. <laughs> During the fourth day of the Gwyneth Paltrow trial on Friday, they went into the um collision. So there is a 76-year-old former optometrist, uh Terry Sanderson, who is suing Gwyneth paltrow because he says that she ran into him on a ski slope, hurting his head. There was like damages and all this other stuff. Uh she claims that he ran into her. He's suing Paltro for three hundred thousand dollars so here is a little bit of Gwyneth's story from The Stand where she didn't know what was going on.
11: Number
14: three?
5: Okay. Yes, please.
14: Good Hi. friends with
0: Taylor Swift?
5: No, no, the other one, the other one, the other one.
14: I just want to make sure that I got this all right. I didn't know if it was an intentional assault of a sexual nature. Right. Was he grinding and thrusting or something or just the noises? Yeah. What's what? What made you think it was a... And a, a sexual assault. So that was a quick thought that went through my head when I was trying to reconcile what was happening. I was skiing, and two skis came between my skis, forcing my legs apart, and then there was a body pressing against me, and there was a very strange grunting noise. So my brain was trying to make sense of what was happening. I thought, Am I, is this a practical joke? Is someone like doing something perverted? This is really, really strange. My mind was going very, very quickly, and I was trying to ascertain what was happening. Okay. Um, and I think you said, I didn't know if it was an accident, but he was groaning and grunting in a very disturbing way. Yes, there was a sort of groan coming out of his mouth. Okay. Then you said, I froze. Yes. We kept skiing. Right. We went to the right. Yes. We came crashing down together. That's right. Okay. You said this man was behind me on the mountain. My knee and our skis were still sort of tangled up. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that yes? Yes. Sorry.
5: Wow. So then they started questioning Gwyneth Paltrow about her friendship with Taylor Swift. So the reason for this is that when Taylor Swift was... um, Taylor Swift countersued... Remember that DJ where there was the... The assault where he grabbed Taylor Swift and then the whole thing went to court and Taylor Swift sued for $1 which was quite quite symbolic plus Uh legal fees but she sued for $1 so in this case Gwyneth Paltrow is doing the same thing with this optometrist she's suing for $1 plus plus legal fees so this is uh, his lawyer questioning Gwyneth Paltrow as to whether maybe she got this idea from Taylor Swift good friends
14: with Taylor Swift? No. Relevance. Overruled. You're not good friends with Taylor Swift. I would not say we're good friends. We are God. friendly. I take my kids. I've taken my kids to one of her concerts before, but we don't talk very often.
7: You've never given Miss Swift personal,
14: um, intimate gifts for Christmas.
9: Uh, Your Honor what uh relevance she or would like relevance. a relevant bench trial well she
14: just said that she wasn't friends with her so well, I, i'm well, I
9: don't
14: sure. inquiring
11: on that Damn. okay
5: right it, the, the court is so weird man like when it's not on like like when it's not scripted television court yeah. when it's like this kind of court it's so awkward like
0: everything is so awkward are you in contact with the rest of the Avengers? Still? I know,
5: exactly. Are you a not
0: exactly Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Peppa Potts? <laughs>
5: uh, the price of gyms. There's some bougie gyms that have been opening lately, and they don't even call them gyms. They call them like wellness destinations, and oh, social yes. wellness clubs. Hit me. I'm here for it. So they've opened a lot nationally, and uh, there's a few that have popped up in the states, and then here in Canada as well. Um, I think it's called High Fitness Club. Is one that opened in Los Angeles last month. Tell So for $350 a month, you get spin and Pilates classes, Mm. a co-working space, Mm -hmm. a pool, a nap room, a salt sauna, and astrology workshops. Oh, yeah? At the gym.
0: I'm into it. Okay, go. What else?
5: There's another one called uh, Remedy Place, which is a social wellness club. Uh Uh-huh. That open in West Hollywood now. Applicants, the thing with these gyms is that the process to gain entry into these gyms is horrendous, right? So, I mean, so like that last one, the HiMat Club, uh, you have to have a um, application, a letter of referral from who? interviews, in-person interviews, and then they go and they do a deep dive through all of your social media to find out if you are somebody that they want to represent their gym. So this Remedy Place in West Hollywood, they go through the exact same application process, an interview, social media, deep dive, all of this stuff. Membership for this place ranges between $595 a month to $2,750 a month. For the gym, where you get get everything from cryotherapy, IV drips, a uh, hyperbolic oxygen chamber, lymphatic compression suits, meditation classes, sound baths, and so much more, all for the low, low price of $2,750 a month. You didn't say
0: all of that before you told me the price.
5: Right. Oh, yeah. Does that change it now? Yo, IV drip. Yeah. <laughs>
0: no. Come on.
5: Yes, IV drip.
0: You can't do that. You can't make people apply.
5: Why not? IV drip. Let's I talk about AI real quick here. Oh, God. Okay. So according to a new research paper, they claim that a staggering amount of employees could see their careers impacted by the rise of chat, B- chat GPT. Researchers from OpenAI and the University of Pennsylvania argued in a new research paper that 80% of the U.S. workforce could have at least 10% of their work tasks affected by chat GPT. They also found that about 19% of workers may find 50% of their duties impacted by ChatGPT <laughs> or general purpose technologies. You just said duty. Yeah, I know.
0: Let's see ChatGPT make that joke. Okay. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> gotta think fast chat gpt <laughs> researchers stress that doesn't equate to tasks being fully automated by chat gpt uh, but that their technology could save workers quote a significant amount of time completing a large share of their tasks so it's not necessarily that people will start to be replaced by chat gpt it's just certain aspects of their job that maybe take up a good portion of their day could then be streamlined to then take seconds because of chat
0: GPT. Oh, come at me, bro. I'm ready. I'm ready for the influx. Yeah. Yeah. You ready to go? Challenge accepted. Okay. What okay. are you going to do,
5: chat GPT? Okay. I'm sure chat BT, I'm sure if you went to chat GPT right now and said, what are you going to do, chat GPT? Yeah. It would come up with something. Probably. Yeah. But then I just
0: turned the power off on the computer. Oh. And that's- <laughs> <laughs> Can't do
5: that uh, Oh, Poor Bianca and Andreescu. I don't know if you saw this yesterday. She was at the what? Miami Open. Um,
0: she made it to like the fourth round right
5: yeah the round is 16 and I guess she rolled her ankle and was just in so much pain she had to be taken out on on a wheelchair so here is uh, the aftermath of uh, Bianca going down
2: oh
3: no she's had so many problems with injury hasn't she oh
12: no what can I bring oh no
2: I'll get
12: some
3: towels and then... Hmm? Yeah, yeah, I'll get that. Oh, no! no. Oh, dear.
13: Andrescu uh, does get helped one. up to her feet. And
2: we will help you doing
13: it. And
10: Alexandrova goes in for the embrace. Unfair. Just
11: unfair. Ladies
12: and gentlemen, unfortunately, we've been Oh, man, that
10: sucks. Man, that sucks. Wins, so, so uh, the result seems secondary and borderline inconsequential at the moment, but we're obliged to tell you how it affects the tournament. Alexandrova gets through with the retirement. She'll play Petra Kvitova now. In the quarterfinals.
5: Which uh, oh. Bianca was out to a great start, too, at the tournament. Yeah. And she's had a long history of injuries. She tore her meniscus in 2019 right after winning that huge U.S. Open against uh, Serena Williams, if you remember that. And she was, like, she won it, and then she was on crutches for, like, a year.
11: Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I know. Bro. Heartbreaking, huh? Oh man. Yeah. That sucks. Uh,
5: White Lotus. We knew it was going to be, um, Asia somewhere for season three because, um, Mike White had said that, uh, he was looking to focus on death and Eastern religion and spirituality. And apparently, um, Mike White is now touring Thailand. Oh, wow. Scouting locations. Beautiful. Because, the other two White Lotuses have been shot at the Four Seasons resorts in Hawaii, and then the Four Seasons resorts in uh, Italy. Mm. And I think the Four Seasons has three different hotels within Thailand. So there's like a mountainy range, a beachy range, and then a something else range. So if he has access to all three, he can sort of build like a super set yeah. out of out of all three of those uh, out of all three of those hotels. So they are heading to
4: Thailand. There's I been question. like petitions like for other Four Seasons and like small. Everyone's petitioning to have it in their town. Because so. they want it? Yeah. yeah. And the other rumor is, or the petition is to get Pamela Anderson to play um, Jennifer Coolidge's sister. like So they do like a prequel kind of thing and have Jennifer or have Pamela Anderson mourn the loss of Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, jeez. Fans are really into this, huh? They're like writing scripts and stuff. What great casting it would be. Yeah.
0: Um, do you think... When they are filming, because they have to shut down, I assume, the entire hotel, right? Mm, you think parts of down? it, parts of, of it. it. Yeah. So, do cast then just stay in another part of the hotel while they're filming there, you think?
5: Don't know. That's a good question. I'm, I would say no. Uh, I would say no. Yeah. Just go somewhere else. They, they yeah. transport them in with a when, like with to like vans. a Holiday in Express. I, I yeah, I would say that they're staying um, probably in rented places like long term because
0: like an Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. What, they yeah, that's yeah. what they do here. Because that's yeah. what yeah. First they do here. Yeah. Of White Lotus, it was they filmed it during COVID when the world was shut down. Yes. So they had that entire property in Hawaii all to themselves. So why wouldn't the cast just stay on the opposite end of? The property inside the hotel. Maybe, I mean, maybe they did then, right? Maybe well, they, they always did.
4: stay in like in houses and stuff or condos. Because yeah. I, I mean, when Devin Sawa was filming <laughs> Chucky, he was in the condo <laughs> building next to me. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> cool.
0: Uh, cool. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
11: Podcast.
5: Uh, huge drama so yesterday we were talking new couple alert with harry styles and emily radakowski oh yeah and now what's coming out is that emily radakowski is like devastated that that video was released with her making out with harry
4: styles
0: why is she still with the the comedian no because
4: emily radakowski and olivia wilde are really good friends So she was hoping that she could make out with Harry and no one would see? So uh, a source says that uh, this is a, quote, betrayal.
5: Because if you remember, Olivia and Emily were hanging out together at the Vanity Fair Oscars bash. Yeah. And then last June, uh, Olivia and Emily were seated right next to each other at the VIP section of Harry's concert in Paris. Where they were, like, up dancing together when (gasps) Harry was Olivia's boyfriend At the time, Emily even came to Olivia's defense when she was getting all that criticism for her relationship with Harry Styles when they were promoting Don't Worry, Darlings. And uh, this is what she said to uh, L.U.K. at the time. This is Emily talking. She goes, in the past year with Amber Heard and Olivia Wilde and the craziness of putting them in this box as if they're monsters or witches, there's nuance to it. But when you see... The way that the whole world reacts to women, it's really hard not to want to go to an, the extreme side of it. I feel very protective
0: of her. So protective! I'll kiss her, man.
4: <laughs> right? I mean, they should have just gone into the van. They were kissing next to, and no one would have seen them. I'm protecting so, you from other
0: women I'm out there. I'm so protective of you. Well, First
4: of all, I'm going to. I'm so protective of you. I'm
5: even going to protect your ex. Yeah. Right. And I'm, I'm going to protect so, you from yourself. Yes. You
0: feel like kissing women? Yeah. Here, kiss me. I know. I'm doing this for my. Friend.
5: I love you so much that I know how much it would hurt you to see your ex boyfriend kissing a stranger. So you know what I'm going to do to protect you? Kiss him myself.
12: Peace damn, ain't loyal. damn, <laughs> your whole friendship,
0: <laughs> out the ah! friendship out the window. <laughs> right?
5: I am so protective of you. <laughs> Like, how do you come back from
0: that? You don't.
5: I'm so protective of you.
0: No, no. There's a new spot there for a friend.
5: And you're in Tokyo. Like, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know. But, you know. You you, think people in Tokyo I'm, don't have phones? I'm so protective of you. I'm going to fly all the way to Tokyo.
12: Yeah. <laughs> to
5: so make sure your ex isn't making out with anybody. Oh, man. Right.
0: So has Olivia Wilde said anything? Apparently, oh, not,
5: eh? I, from from this article, the only thing that she, they, they say is that she's staying far away from the drama and taking the high road. But, you know, protection. Damn. <laughs> uh, the 2023 iHeartRadio Music Awards went down. Uh, Taylor Swift winning the Innovator Award for the
1: uh, night
5: last night.
1: You know, the Innovator Award, I I never a single time woke up in the morning and thought, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to go innovate some stuff. (laughs) Things need to be innovated, and I'm going to be the one that does it. Um, But what I did do was try to make the right decision for me at the time, whether or not it had ever been successfully done before. And I think maybe that might be the key Because oftentimes, in any industry, people are looking for a precedent or, you know, data that shows this idea is a good one uh, or a feasible one. People want an example of something working before, Um, but I think the coolest ideas or moves or choices are the new ones, the ones that set a new precedent. Really want everyone to know, especially young people, that the hundreds or thousands of dumb ideas that I've had are what led me to my good ideas, you have to give yourself permission to fail.
5: You know, not that I ever would, but my life is not designed to win something like an Innovator Award. Because my life would become miserable if I did ever win something like an Innovator Award. Because everything that I would do in my life Mm -hmm. after that my family would look at me and go, I could close a window, and they'd be like, very innovative way of closing that window.
0: <laughs> oh, you just get roasted so hard.
5: Roast. I could not do anything. There would be yeah. nothing I could do. Take a fork or, out of the drawer. Oh, and be like, wow, innovative. innovative. Thank you. The way my, my life would be ruined if I ever <laughs> won something like an Fall Innovator Fall asleep on the couch.
0: As soon as you wake <laughs> up, your daughter be staring at you. Dad, the way you slept on that couch, your body half hanging off. <laughs> <laughs> little bit of drool on your face? Innovative. <laughs> oh, like, I would be
11: ruined.
5: Yeah. Absolutely. They'd make you t-shirts and everything. Oh, my God. And you would have to wear the shirt. Bro, I would be... It would end my... Like, I would be over. I would be over. Uh, Pink's reaction to uh, winning the Icon Award at the 2023 iHeartRadio Music Awards.
12: Um, I usually do try to joke or be self-deprecating in these moments, but I want to be a better friend to myself tonight, so... to try and say something honest. Every room... I love you too. I want to tackle you. Every room I walk into, my heart walks in first. Every lyric that I write is my heart crying, raging, hoping, screaming, pleading. You have watched me do this, uh, this sifting through life's messiness for almost 25 years. And some of you find what I do annoying, and some of you find it brave, and I find it necessary. I think as human beings we are vulnerable from the time we are born until the time we die and most of us spend our entire lives running from that. Vulnerability means the ability to be wounded. I have decided to make vulnerability my life's work and for those of you around the world that have joined me on this adventure, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful that I get to do this with my one precious life. Most of all, Willow and Jameson, I am grateful to be your mama so good. She's the best
5: uh, On the red carpet for Air The Ben Affleck movie um, He plays Phil, Je- uh, Phil Knight and there's one famous picture of Phil Knight from years ago mm. where his, he's in his office and he's got like an old ass computer behind him and he's on like an old ass big phone, but he's got his feet up on his desk and he's barefoot, right? Like that's the super famous picture of Bill Knight um, while they were working at the deal with Nike and, uh, and Michael Jordan okay? and Michael Jordan, uh, and his, uh, and his mom. I don't know if, you, if you've ever... Do you remember the picture at all? I'm looking for it right Just now. Just Google Phil Knight feet. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, I know. Oh, I know. It should be okay. the first thing that comes up. It is. Right? Thank God. Okay, yes. So that's the famous picture. So here is uh, Ben Affleck, who, of course, plays Phil Knight um, in the uh, movie, uh, talking about that shot.
9: I didn't even go for a pedicure, to be honest. I, I'm not, it's not that I'm not vain, because I am. It's just that I'm not that, I don't have that much foresight. And I should have done a pedicure. Now that I'm kind of panicking inwardly, thinking about the freeze frames on the internet, or like, there's going <laughs> to oh, be yeah. some fungus or something. But it's, you know, it's such a great picture of the, Here's like, a guy's shoe company, has no shoes on, feet up at the desk. It said a lot about, uh, about him, and it was, um, it was fun.
6: Uh-huh.
9: No. If that was me,
0: yep. I'm doing all of it.
5: Really, huh? Yeah. But you're so busy though. Like he's directing the movie. So he's what? Starring time in the for movie. Ain't got no time for a petty. Lotion up your heels. I've never had time for a pedicure.
0: Bro, you have time for a pedicure. No, yeah. No.
5: I've never in my, I've never once had enough time in my life for a
0: pedicure. I promise you, you have time for a pedicure. No. Yeah.
5: No. I've had COVID three times and I still have never had time for a pedicure. <laughs>
11: That's
0: why. I've been forced you know, at
5: home. Did for... you not see the
11: study?
0: That's why you got COVID. <laughs> oh, is that why? Nasty not, toes? Not enough pedicures.
11: Shut up.
5: <laughs> uh, The season two premiere of Yellow Jackets uh, over the weekend was, I believe, Showtime's most successful premiere they've Ooh. had in like a decade. Uh, two million people across uh, wow. all their platforms tuned into the premiere and their on-demand service. The previous uh, record for Showtime was set by Dexter New Blood in uh, 2021, but before oh, that, it was like mom. 10 years. Clear folk. A, it had been a decade. No, not even close. Um, and uh, they increased their own audience 110 percent from the season one premiere. So a lot mm-hmm. of people into Yellow Jacket. Um. Josh Brolin. I don't know if you saw this post reacting to the school shooting in Nashville. Uh, Josh Brolin really summed up what a lot of people uh, are thinking at this time, which is he just simply wrote, "Enough. Whether you're, it's a, it's the people, not the guns, or it's the guns, not the people, to say that our country is actively doing anything in its power to help avert this absolute random slaughter of our children categorizes you in either total denial or living some fantasy." of ambush that should render you unfit to take care of yourself or others. He wrapped it up by saying, F you America for not protecting our children. Um, The shooting yesterday uh, is the latest in a series, uh, a long list of mass shootings. Um, This was uh, somebody who the police identified as um what's the name here audrey hale 28 years old apparently there was like a manifesto and maps and all this other stuff and and according to the cops um they may have resented having to go to that school because it was a catholic school um when uh when audrey was uh young so that's sort of the where it all where it all came from but uh yeah it's just another one oh i you know what's interesting is i had no idea that the bachelor was even really on (laughs)
11: Is that still,
0: crazy? Still watch that show? I just, yeah. I
5: never, I don't, I don't see it. I, like, I don't see people Monday talking about it. Yeah, no, Amen. I know. But is, is it because? Because other years where like stuff catches, right? Whether it's the drama or the guy's a jerk or the house is full of douchebags, whatever it is, sometimes it catch. Was this just normal people trying to fall in love this season? Uh, I would say that
10: the bachelor himself wasn't probably as compelling, maybe as others, and mm. and and the contestants weren't as. It wasn't a lot of drama this season, That's to be quite honest with you. Not yeah. a ton of drama this season.
5: And I, I think that they sort of like, I don't know, I think they overfixed the show. You know, after everything went down with like Chris Harrison and like all that stuff, I think they they I think they overcorrected because you need like it's been a long time on that show since you've had like, you know, somebody like Psycho Chad, right?
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. That, yeah.
5: that that really that you can sort of build drama around.
0: I also think shows like Love is Blind.
5: And, yes, and too you're hot right. To handle. You're like, right. All the
0: stuff on the on the streaming platforms yep. are so much more. It's like what Bachelor used to be. Yes, but these guys on, and girls on these shows on the streaming platforms, they get away with a lot more. Right?
5: So here is uh, it was down to the final last night, and here is Zach saying no to Gabby. Knowing you, falling in love with you has made me a better man.
0: But uh, always above. I know you
4: don't
3: have to say. Say it. Say it, say
10: it.
5: As much as I've been falling <laughs> in love with you.
3: I don't want to hear it. Say it, say it, say
5: it. I really do wish nothing but the best say for it. you. Aww, you say didn't say Come on. Uh, but uh, Katie did get the ring. Here's the proposal. I love you so much. <laughs> I love you with all my heart. And you're the face
10: that I want to wake up to every morning. I love you so
11: much.
2: I love you.
10: So...
5: Will <laughs> you marry me?
11: Absolutely. Come
5: on. I'm,
12: still, I'm
5: still amazed on those shows, like especially The Bachelor, that even right down at the end, they can, they already have it in their head who they're going to propose to, but they're still very much on the, you know, I'm in love with two people. Like it's crazy to me that you yeah. can do the, I'm in love with you, but no. Like right to the end, I, I've fallen in love with two people. Mm-hmm.
10: And that's what the, uh, the girl who didn't get picked, um, What's her name? Gabby said yeah. yesterday she was really annoyed that um, that he was you know in love with both and he would still put her through that whole yes
5: yes yeah. like I, and I get faking it the, and, and having to go show. through the process you the have to yeah, but no I, you know like but it's just the being very cool with the fact that like you you've fallen in love with two people like give me a break but with that's that a formula I've to show. fallen in you love know. with two people
0: you have to do it
5: Come on. I know you have to do it but you, but at the end you can say listen I don't love you. Right. I'm in love with somebody else. There's nothing wrong with that. That's the show. Mm-hmm. But they get to the end now and they're like, I love them both. I'm in love with both of them. Please. I'm in love with both of them.
0: Damn. For someone who hasn't watched a Bachelor series in <laughs> like know. years, Yeah. bro. Yeah. You got a lot to say. Yeah.
5: Right? I do.
0: <laughs> Yeah. You, that was like a Twitter thread Listen, right there. I may
5: not have watched The Bachelor, but I haven't forgotten how to watch The Bachelor. Go <laughs> okay. no, uh, Do we have time for anything else or no? The
0: Gwyneth Paltrow guy. Yeah,
5: let's do Gwyneth Paltrow. So uh, the, her accuser, the uh, 76-year-old former uh, retired optometrist, Terry Sanderson, took the stand. This is the case where Terry says that he was skiing down a hill in Utah and Gwyneth smacked into him. Gwyneth says that she was skiing down a hill in Utah and he smacked into her. He's suing for three. $300,000. She is suing for $1. Here's
9: Terry. I just remember everything was great and then I heard something I've never heard at a ski resort and that was a blood-curdling scream. Oh. Just, I can't do it. It was... And then, boom.
0: <laughs> That's so weak.
9: And it was like somebody was out of control and gonna hit a tree and was gonna die. And that's what I had until I was hit.
14: That's what was going on in your mind
9: Over- Overruled?
14: That's what's going on in, in your mind when you hear that
9: scream. That was instantaneous, oh my gosh, somebody's out of control and they're really seriously out of control. You know, <laughs> yeah. I got hit in my back so hard and it, I, I'm right at my shoulder blades and it felt like and was perfectly centered and the, the fists and the poles were right there at the bottom of my shoulder blades serious serious smack never it, been okay. hit that hard and i'm flying
7: terry did you cause the ski stop, collision stop the stop, stop it
9: stop it
0: the um, the butt, blood Stop curdling it. scream. that sent me. <laughs> <laughs> right? so, he's like I, I've Stop. never heard this sound on a ski resort before. <laughs> you know, you the man, <laughs> well, come with the man got hurt. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you know what that reminded me of? <laughs> what it sounded? I was like, what song is that from? Right? Yeah. Like, listen again. What song is this from? This same sound.
11: Right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Come on, guys. It's the same. It's the
11: same. <laughs>
5: Uh, Lollapalooza in Brazil is offering refunds after Drake was replaced over the weekend with Skrillex as the headliner. Uh, Drake was scheduled... To- <sighs> Oof, that's a rough switch. Uh, Drake was scheduled to perform, uh, closing out the three-day event on Sunday. Uh, the announcement of Drake's cancellation came just hours before he was set to hit the stage organizers pointed out to quote unforeseen circumstances that left Drake quote without members of his sound and production team essential to the realization of the Lollapalooza show in Sao Paulo Uh, read the transcript uh, that was translated they said that Drake was excited to perform for his fans in Brazil unfortunately this is beyond his control sorry however just hours before he was supposed to hit the stage in Brazil this is the early hours of Sunday Drake was spotted at a Miami strip club called the Booty Trap, hey. where he was celebrating with uh, where he was celebrating Fifty Cents' birthday, and everybody was posting that on social media uh, at the Argentina show, uh, Lollapalooza last week, Drake uh, did manage to headline. However, he was criticized on social media for reportedly cutting his headlining performance down from an hour and a half to forty minutes. So, I this is a money thing, right? Has to be a money thing. There's Probably. no way it's not a money thing.
0: Can you imagine showing up here? I need a one dance. Yeah. Right? And meanwhile, everyone in Brazil, they're getting this.
5: <laughs> Don't get me wrong. There's a place for Skrillex, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Skrillex.
0: But, I love Skrillex. But that's and I think not a, Skrillex
5: is great. It's not a comparable, right? No. Like, like, if you, I show up expecting Drake... Thank you. This would throw me off. Thank you. Right? Yeah. Like, you're,
0: you're like you'll pay...
5: Certain money to see certain artists. But and I need
0: to be prepared. I need to know in advance. <laughs> thank you. That this is what I'm getting. Yes. And I'm not getting nice for what? Right. Even for 40 minutes. Even for 40 minutes.
5: Right? Yeah. It looks like he had a lot of fun at the booty trap, though.
0: <laughs> oh, right? listen. It looks like a great you know, birthday party. You're not walking into a place called the booty trap no. and leaving with a frown on your no! face. No.
5: No. It <laughs> looked okay? like a great birthday party. Mm-hmm. Right? Like a great birthday party. Fifty cent looks like he was having fun.
0: I don't know, guys. It sounds like Roz is throwing out ideas for the <laughs> bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> throwing out some hints. Bro,
5: I do not want to go to the Booty Trap. Don't okay? worry,
6: I'll send out the
0: invite no, no. later.
5: No, I'll book us a table. I would not feel safe in the in, in a place of, like the Booty Trap. Okay, I wouldn't feel comfortable. I don't want to. I'm not going to get on a plane. First of all, like if we're going, if, if anybody's going to go, you can't fly somewhere. Why are you getting that, so flustered? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm like. I have no. Like. I. I, it, it, I have no problem with places like that. But uh-huh. I'm just saying that the idea of flying to a strip joint to me is just a step too far.
0: Oh. Okay. Well. Guess just what? a
4: step too far. Road trip. <laughs> hey. They've got a good menu there.
6: <laughs> At the booty trap.
4: They have a tuna salad sandwich. Ooh. Booty nuggets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> booty tuna. They got spaghetti.
4: They have chicken breast. Uh huh. A- they, have, they, got sl- booty oh, they bread? have sloppy Joe, sloppy booty, what's <laughs> nah. some booty bread. <laughs> Sounds like a great. They menu. have ham and cheese. Sure do. Booty ham. <laughs> what about dessert? Booty cheese. <laughs> uh, no dessert. Booty pie. No cakes. No. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Come on oh, yeah. now. No booty tart. <laughs> no. Interesting. Uh, what else do they have? All beef hot dog.
5: Booty beef. Kelsey Ballerini, um, who's a huge artist, and I don't know, where was this from, Maury? Where is she doing this? It's from this? Country like, Countdown show. Oh, okay. So she was doing uh, something, and it, it, she for some weird reason does an incredible Jennifer Coolidge impression. Oh. Right. And like it's beyond impressive for somebody who does not do this sort of thing for a living. So listen to this.
1: There are people that are better at this than me as most things, but I can do a decent Jennifer Coolidge impression. Do you, you want to hear it? Oh, yeah. on.
7: Can do a do you, do you, do you hear it? Oh, your look like the 4th of July. It makes me want a hot dog real bad.
0: Oh, what a hot dog. Right? So good. Kelsey Bell killing it. That's amazing. Hold on. can do a decent Jennifer Coolidge
14: impression. Do you want to hear it?
7: Oh, you look like the 4th of July. It makes me want a hot dog real bad
14: damn right <laughs> wow He's
5: great at it killing it uh hey shem have you ever tried to get on raya that's the dating app right it's the celebrity dating app. yeah you no need, you need to be vouched for and like all of this other stuff no you, man i'm not even i'm not even verified on instagram i you know. guess yeah, do I'm we not know, know
0: like raya. what celebrities are on raya no
5: it's
4: all confidential it's mm. all super
5: confidential but i've known people who have been on raya before
0: oh do tell
5: and it like when you think like celebrities You know, maybe you're like flipping through, and you get the the idea that it's going to be full of people from like reality shows, and like Mm -hmm. maybe a couple, you know, C list cast members from you know CW shows that you've never heard of. Those people are on there, but also very recognizable and famous people, like Jennifer Aniston. No, I'm not saying Jennifer Aniston. No, but like, I'm just saying. I mean, that's next level. But I'm saying Kim Kardashian. no, um, Vince Vaughn, like Vince Vaughn level people, where you where you recognize well, they need them instantly. Love too. Where you where you recognize them instantly. Uh-huh. Uh, so Lil Nas X was talking to um, uh, James Corden about uh, about Raya and listen to this.
6: So how do you about? date? How do you meet people? Raya. Okay. Raya. When did you stop using Raya? I think I stopped using Raya. Like it just
10: like it fell off for me, and I just like started to like to meet people in person. Uh huh. And Raya is just very famous. Everyone's famous on there. I've met, I've met um, quite a few famous guys. i I've, I think I've come me? to know that I don't like
9: dating famous people. Okay, have any of them ever done carpool karaoke? For sure.
11: <gasps> uh,
0: Celine Dion? No. <laughs> yeah. Wait,
9: is it
6: Michael Bublé?
5: I'm not going to tell you, <laughs>
0: Michael Bublé. Imagine?
6: Yeah, yeah, you I was. You caught, caught me. You been f- Michael Bublé. Could you imagine? <laughs> Michael Woobley is gay? No.
5: Oh, okay. But,
6: <laughs> you know, he's hot and he's got a hell of
5: a voice. Yeah. So oh, here are-, are some celebrities who have admitted publicly to using um, Raya in the past. Uh, Emily Ratajkowski. Okay. Olivia Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. Drew Barrymore. Demi Lovato. Uh, Channing Tatum was on Raya. So, like, that's the level of, like, you're, you're oh. scrolling through. Mine is scrolling through where it's like,
0: Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. And them abs. I'm not even gay.
5: <laughs>
0: what's up, dude? Yeah. What's up, man? You want to hang? Yes.
5: Uh, X Files is getting rebooted. I'm just reading today by uh, Ryan Coogler. Oh, nice. Which is crazy because we just started watching X Files last night, starting at episode one, season one, episode one with rocks. And loves it.
0: Really? Yeah, What? absolutely. Does it, like, hold up at all? Yeah, Didn't they come it back actually back does. Recently?
4: Um, no, I know they did that movie years ago, but, I like... I thought they redid it, like, a couple of years ago.
5: I don't know. It's, uh, but he's doing, so, uh, X-Files creator, Chris Carter says, uh, Ryan Coogler's got his work cut out for him because we covered so much territory. And, uh, um, he's also saying that this new version will, uh, be quote, uh, 8 he'll have a, uh, diverse cast. No other details in that yet. But the crazy thing about watching X-Files now is that season one, episode one
0: was 1992. Hmm. Does it look like it's 1992? Yeah.
5: Um, it the hair, yes, Maury. The clothes, like Gillian Anderson's suits, mm-hmm. um, uh, Fox Mulder's like big thick ties and like his his hair. Like it, aesthetically, it does look like the early nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the great thing is that back then, TV shows didn't really have the the sort of tech. To do these incredible, spectacular, special effects. So what you realize when you're watching the X Files is because they couldn't do all of that, they just had to have really good writing. Yeah. And so the writing in the show is really great because of so course to use your imagination because they don't have to. They don't get the. Uh, they don't have the ability to cover everything with uh, with CGI and whatnot.
4: But it right? did come back in 2017 for an 11th season of 10 episodes in 2017.
5: Really with with yeah. with Gillian Anderson. And, That's right. Uh, I watched that. Yeah. That show was so popular. I used to go to a bar on Fridays and watch X-Files. At 10 o'clock they would shut off all the music and they'd pull a big screen down on the wall and project it onto the thing and the place would be packed. There'd be a hundred people in there watching the they X-Files. They did the same
4: thing at Woody's with Queers Folk. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
4: same thing. <laughs> same, same.
5: <laughs> Look at that. But anyway, I'm loving it. I'm loving yeah. the X-Files. Yeah, so Ryan Coogler <laughs> is gonna redo that. Sure, I like him. I love the feud between, or the fake feud I guess it is, between Matt uh, Damon and Jimmy Kimmel. So ever since Jimmy Kimmel started his show, he had this ongoing thing where he would always say at the end of his show um hey our apologies to matt damon uh we ran out of time and we'll book him for a future show so they've just had this ongoing feud right
0: like 20 years now close to To it i guess yeah yeah
5: so uh matt damon and ben affleck are out promoting air and uh, uh jimmy kimmel was also on the red carpet but this is um matt damon Uh, talking to E.T. when they asked if he would ever bury the hatchet with Jimmy Kimmel.
8: Hey, I'd love to take a picture with you, but we ran out of time.
13: (laughs) Are you ever going to kiss and make up with Kimmel?
8: No, no. He's (laughs) a Why would I ever do that? He's a terrible human being. He's a terrible human being. He's a demonstrably bad man. <laughs>
5: okay. <And> the feud <laughs> began in 2005, by 2005. the way. 2005. And then so on, uh, on Kimmel, Ben Affleck was on Kimmel. And Ben Affleck sort of tried to play mediator and maybe bring the two of them together.
9: Honest to God, it would mean a lot to me uh, if you would just, like, ask him one question about the movie... You know he worked really hard on it, and I'll tell you what—I can get him on the phone, please.
10: All right, fine. Call him. This will be—you be, you know what? This will be your wedding gift. I didn't get you anything. I was so wondering. Yeah, yeah. yeah this will be it. I know I had a year. Just <laughs> let's just get it over with, though. And I'm only asking him one question. Okay. okay? I'm getting him on the phone right now. What am I gonna ask him? <laughs> okay. All oh, FaceTime? Yeah. Of course he's probably available. <laughs> <laughs>
8: <laughs> hey guys, what's up, everybody? I'm hey, on the show thank you for calling uh hey man that was that was very big of you uh,
10: that, whatever this is a gift to ben and j only not to you so, um all right so you play sonny vaccaro who i have to admit you captured pretty well how do you approach playing a real person compared to playing a fictional character
8: okay nice that's actually a really good question thank you uh Okay, so the thing is, when you uh, approach any role as an actor, the first thing you do is you're going to want to talk to, if you can, the person that you're going to play. You want to talk to the people around the uh, the person. Oh.
10: Oh no! Oh wow! It <laughs> seems like we're having a connection. Problem with the Wi-Fi, Macky?
0: Come on!
11: You make Guillermo cut the Wi-Fi? <laughs> uh.
5: That's yeah, so man. good. That's a long bit, man. They are committed to that. Uh, quickly, before we go, Succession draws 2.3 million viewers for the uh, premiere on Sunday night. That is the highest uh, rated episode of Succession that they've done. You know, I still don't like the opening to this show, i eh? What? What's going on me? No. Right now? That's crazy.
13: Uh, I like the it
5: song.
0: It aggravates me. Oh, like, you mean the song or like just the Everything, visuals for both it? Um, do you do interpretive so. dance
4: to it at home with Catherine? No. No, I, I just told you I hate it. Uh, just bop your head a little bit, man.
0: I, I, I dig the song, but I'm with you. Like I just find the intro for it is too long. Yeah. And I just fast forward right to the same to Skip. The beginning of the show. Like I don't mind hearing this part, right? I'm like, okay, good. And then yeah. I fast forward. That
5: and when I hear that, I'm I go searching for the remote. Right? Yeah. Right there. Yeah, which Catherine's usually sitting on, which means I have to put my hand on her ass. So when this song starts, she usually looks at me and goes, ooh, and then I go, not you, (laughs) (laughs) not you. Bruh, you turning down the (laughs) 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 seat.
0: Literally throwing it at you.
11: And you're like, nah.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
11: Podcast.
5: Nick Cannon says that he doesn't give the mothers of his children a, quote, monthly allowance but he gives them whatever they want. I think this is terrible.
0: What? He gives them...
5: So let me. So he was talking about how he sort of provides, and he referred to himself as a provider and then clarified what he meant. And he said that he doesn't give the moms a quote monthly allowance or a set amount of money, but does give them whatever they need. He said, I don't give myself that guideline. What they need, they get. He goes on to say, There's never been something that one of the mothers of my children has asked me for that they didn't receive. This is why I think that this is a total douche move is that instead of just saying, let's have somebody figure out what I owe you and what we, you know, what you need for you and what you need for the kid and everything else. He's now put all of these women in a position of where whenever they need something, they have to come asking for it Mm -hmm. as opposed to them having their own money where they can then make whatever choices they want to not have to always be beholden to him. Mm -hmm. That's kind of a douche move. Am I wrong? Like, am I crazy? I also found it kind of
0: weird that he said provider, not father.
5: (laughs) I think he was talking about the women, though, Mm -hmm. as opposed to to the children. Uh, A third of people who are currently looking for a man said... That being bald or under 5'7 would have no impact on their decision to date them. Overall, 63% of singles said personality is far more important. A third of respondents currently looking for a man said that being bald and under 5'7 would have no impact, but why? So here's the rub in the headline, because I know Maury just did the woo, Right?
4: Well, I'm the only short man in the room.
5: I said, hey, it's a great time to be a short, bald guy more. You made this sound? Woo! According to the poll, one key benefit they say of dating a short, bald guy is that they probably won't cheat on you. 72% said they'd be less worried that their man would cheat. If they were short, bald, or seen as the less attractive one in the relationship. What does that
4: say about the tall, hot guys like you? What a terrible
0: headline. That is like a day maker, day breaker. Mm -hmm. Also, Maury, you should not be wooing. You're happily married. Sorry. Maury, you should not be wooing. (laughs) You are married. Yeah, I wore my wedding ring today. Your what ring?
11: (laughs) Your Your what ring?
0: Your what ring? ring. Your what ring? Your Your what now? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. He, yeah. He, he can't even say it. No, no. My, my writing room. <laughs> he
11: can't even say it, no, man.
0: No,
5: no, no. The commitment circle. <laughs> uh, here's some gut-wrenching news. Getting less than eight hours sleep every night could be a massive contributing factor to your belly fat. Published in the uh, (laughs) Journal of Sleep Medicine, a new study explores the link between sleep deprivation and visceral fat, a dangerous belly fat that builds up around vital organs and has been tied to metabolic diseases and insulin resistance. The goal is to get seven to eight hours sleep a night. I wish. With new research showing that uh, one less hour of sleep could result in an overall increase of 12 grams of visceral fat mass. They also say that there it sort of plateaus at eight hours, so there's no extra benefit to say sleeping ten. Gotcha. Uh, the findings come after years of warnings about the dangers of sleep deprivation, such as increased risk of infection, brain aging, and even behavioral changes. So,
0: if I were to get eight hours of sleep, I'd yeah. have to go to bed at like five p.m. Yes. or six p.m. Yeah, yeah, every night. Yeah, it's just not that. possible. And I've been struck like. I've been struggling with my sleep lately yeah. where I'm waking up almost every hour to hour and a half. Yeah. So I get a straight hour of sleep or whatever right. or hour and a half and then I wake up and then I can't fall back asleep for like 15 minutes.
5: And this is continuous eight hours, not like two and yeah. then two and then four. Right. Like yeah. this is you can't you can't do like a nap in the afternoon. This is eight continuous hours.
0: So you guys know I track I track my sleeping, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So last night, for example, I slept five hours and fifteen minutes. Yeah. But within those five hours and fifteen minutes, I woke up four times. Right.
5: Shem just tracked his sleeping and said
11: 2018.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jeremy Renner sat down to do an interview with Diane Sawyer, um, which is the whole thing is going to air on April 6th, where he goes into detail about when he got run over by that giant snow removal machine then, like the giant snowcat which is the size of a tank like it wasn't a snowblower or like even a plow on the front of a truck like this is a tank that uh, that he got run over with and in this clip they sort of dive around a little bit um, they play a little bit of the 911 call and then go through all of his injuries and it is brutal
8: do you remember the pain? Oh, all of it yeah I was awake through every moment risk risked his own life to try to save his nephew.
0: I'd just perfectly see him in a pool of blood coming from his head. When I ran up to him, you know, I didn't think he was alive. <sighs> I'd do it again.
3: You'd do it again? Yeah, I'd do it again. Because it's going right at my nephew. You have a video, which is haunting. It's January 1st at 8.42. Yeah. And you are 13 minutes away. <laughs>
6: Someone's been run over by a snowcat. Hurry. He's getting crushed. There's a lot of blood over here. He is in rough shape. Oh, oh, Keep breathing, man. Keep fighting. Oh, oh, oh. Hang
2: in there, brother. Oh, 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 oh. This is a sound of someone that was dying.
3: Eight ribs broken in 14 places. Yeah. Right knee, right ankle broken, left leg tibia broken, the left ankle broken, right clavicle broken, right shoulder broken, face eye socket, the jaw, the mandible broken. Lung collapsed, mm-hmm. pierced from the rib bone, your liver, mm-hmm. which sounds terrifying.
4: Yeah. And then are like, what's my body look like? Am I just
8: going to be like a spine and a, and a brain, like a science experiment? I,
3: I heard that you had, in sign language, you said to your family, I'm sorry.
8: Yeah. Sorry.
3: You look in the mirror, and do you see the same face? No, I, I see
5: a lucky man. Wow, huh?
3: When... That
0: incident happened and I heard about the injury.
5: Yeah.
0: I didn't think that Jeremy Renner was gonna make it.
5: No, no. And it's the the wild thing is when you see the clips of this interview, Jeremy Renner sitting there. Like he 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 looks very much like Jeremy Renner. And to go through every injury that he had to think that this is three months ago.
11: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Three months. Everything he came in his, back from all that. Everything in his body must ache.
5: Yeah. Three months. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: He's a lucky guy. No, I know.
5: Owen Wilson, huge Rolling Stones fan. And I didn't know this, but I guess if you're like a giant Rolling Stones fan, you can get like lifetime passes to Rolling Stones. What? Yeah. Listen to Owen Wilson tell this story and then how, how it ended so horribly for him.
13: I went to see the Rolling Stones in Argentina. We got these special laminates, all access that were good for the rest of your life. That night at the concert, I'm kind of wandering around and I ended up right at this place where I could look over and see Mick Jagger. And then all of a sudden he bolts during Jumping Jack Flash and comes running down. And it turns out where I was was kind of part of the stage. And then someone came running over, get out of here, move, you're not supposed to be here. And then I get a call the next morning from mixed security team do you have that laminate yes i still have it okay we're going to come over and pick it up no! Oh, oh, no! they revoked your whole your they whole revoked pass. the yeah. lifetime pass yeah the lifetime really pass i only had A, it for
5: A. yeah he had it he had it no! one day he went to, he went to one show
11: and he screwed
0: up and went through the wrong door. <laughs> he can't be trusted. He went to one oh. show. Couldn't oh they, like, just God. adjust the, <laughs> I know. the type of paths So he had, like, general admission? Oh, I know, Right. I know. Or Or you get seats, like, in the... Um, the like you know how the press, the press area Something. in the front of the stage? Yeah. Right? I where know. magazines and newspapers the photographers yeah, take photos? Yeah. Why couldn't he get like passes for that?
5: One show and you screw it all up. Oh. Uh there is a principal in Florida, school principal for a charter school who was uh resigned because she fell victim to a scam. I guess somebody got a hold of her pretending to be Elon Musk. And Elon Musk said, hey, if you give me $100,000, I'll give you even more for your school. What? And, oh, my God. <laughs> this, this is somebody who educates children. So here's a, here's a clip of the resignation.
3: I am a very
7: smart lady, well-educated. I fell
0: for a scam. Somehow she believed it. Matching funds with this guy, and he was supposed to give like $6 million to the school. Oh,
7: God. I put myself
2: into this position and into
5: this mess, and I made a bad decision. You think? Yeah, so she took $100,000 of the school's money to gave it to Elon Musk because Elon Musk said that he was going to give her $6 million for the school.
4: Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> Come on. Right? That's what Facebook does. I was on a. I almost got hooked on a phone scam once where they were selling me on all these great prizes. Yeah. And it was like, all you have to do is give us, it was like a thousand bucks or 400. I can't remember the exact dollar amount. And you're entered into the draw. And the three prizes you could win are a trip to the Bahamas. Oh. A Ford truck. Oh. Or. Guys, a very expensive pen. (laughs) Really? Did you (laughs) get any of those? I didn't give my money. (laughs) He didn't give
5: his money. He didn't fall for it. But but, but you got close though, huh? Close. I I was on the phone
0: with this person for like 30 or so minutes. I was like, tell me more. I
5: almost got scammed during the show one day when my phone rang. And it, was, and it was somebody who was like trying to get my, my credit card or whatever. But, like, but hold I, on, let me get my Nope, and I'll tell you why. And, and I've said this before, and I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to advise criminals on how to better streamline their organizations to get more money out of people. But there was one reason and one reason only that I almost fell victim to a scam,
11: mm.
5: which I will never fall victim to a scam like this. The only reason I almost fell victim was because the person who called me was a woman.
0: Really? Mm. So trusting.
5: Yep. Damn. Yep. I'm like, why would a woman call me and scam me? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> you never think that. Would you? Look at me. No. No, because it's always just greasy guys. Yeah. Right? Hey, pal. Yes. <laughs> it's always dudes. <laughs> and I went right. I was reading my credit card number yeah. out. In this room, until I got to like like five numbers left, and I was like, "Wait a minute! Why don't you already know my number?" <laughs> <laughs> She's
0: like, "Never mind that." Just give me Never the rest. mind.
5: Exactly. Yeah. and She was sweet and like nice and everything else. I'm so I'm telling you, okay? You wanna you wanna up your organization's uh, year end? Hire women. Right? I'm telling you, you okay? Jennifer Aniston um, and uh, Adam Sandler are out doing a ton of promo for Murder Mystery 2. I want to play this clip on Fallon where Jennifer Aniston is talking about um, uh, Adam Sandler's fashion because Sandler just wears like whatever, right? You only Mm -hmm. ever see him in like oversized shorts and like a hoodie and like tracksuits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's Jennifer Aniston talking about Adam Sandler's fashion.
3: Honoring the sandman yeah at the kennedy center for the mark twain award
8: yeah he dressed up too i saw him he wore, he a, wore suit. a suit isn't it weird to see him in his Never
3: wears
8: a suit. isn't it weird to see him in a suit it kind is of?
3: weird because he kind of looks like he's just playing dress up yeah and he and he, he kind of just seems very uncomfortable he doesn't want to wear a suit. no we were in italy doing the first one and uh it was you know nice dinner we were invited to and Jackie looked beautiful in an eyelet dress. His the wife, hair yeah. was Doug Jackie uh, Sandler, the amazing Jackie Sandler. And, uh, and he shows up in basketball shorts, satin, satin basketball shorts with yes. white piping. Yep. And, uh, and Nike high tops yeah. and, a, and a turquoise velour. Uh, eyes on that had no relationship to the Like, it was just, but he kind of, you know, Vogue did this. Vogue, you know, confer- basically gave him the style icon, made him a style icon. Of they said. Yes.
8: Because that's what his now move he forever. Can, now
3: it's, his, it's he's like, I'm. A, Vogue said I was amazing like this. <laughs> so,
0: and,
5: and this is no joke. December 21st, 2021, the headline in Vogue, Adam Sandler is this year's fashion icon, and we love it. Oh,
0: my God. They justified it. So
5: last night on the red carpet for Murder Mystery, Jennifer mm. Aniston just looks dynamite because she always looks dynamite. Red carpet ready. Everybody else is red carpet mm. ready. This is the moment where Jennifer Aniston uh, sees Adam Sandler on the carpet, the red carpet for the world premiere of the brand new movie wearing a hoodie.
8: <laughs> hey! I what you. the hell are you doing? I'm not
13: standing next to him. I didn't do it. What? You said it. You called, you texted me. I
3: did Please wear your sweatshirt. I said, please don't wear your sweatshirt. You said don't. Oh, <laughs> skip that word.
0: <laughs> oh my God, these do. This is, this Anyway, oh my style God. icon. I cannot icon. wait for that. Murder mystery on Netflix. Murder mystery two on Netflix tomorrow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
5: Podcast. Uh, dumb phones are on the rise with uh, a Gen Z. What is it? So dumb phones, like you know how like your iPhone and everything else, your galaxy or whatever the hell they are, smartphones. Sure. Yeah. Dumb phones are phones that give you talk, text, GPS, and hotspot. So no oh. no social media apps no anything like that. Huh. Right, and uh, um, the the sales for these are not for like older people who have trouble dealing with apps and everything else. The uptick in sales are from people who are younger, like mm. the the sort of younger Gen Z set who sort of understand a little bit more about what all that does for mental health, and they mm. don't. They 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 are self monitoring their own screen times, um, but because they everything is so in your face all the time instead of just sort of self-regulating they're opting to get like those old Nokia's kind of thing sure. which they still sell like 10,000 of those things this. a month oh. right yeah and there's new companies that make them too i think there's one company called Punk and one company called Light that punk'd? i saw Punk
0: yeah i'm not gonna trust a company named Punk okay. cuz i feel like I'm <laughs> but it but it looks punk'd. like but it's a cool phone like
5: it looks like an iPhone uh. only there's nothing on it like it's small, and there's oh, there's though, there's there's, there's not. nothing there's nothing on it. It's it's t- it's talk, text, GPS, hotspot, and then I think one other thing that they allow you to to like map ma- maps or something like that. Right? How do I yeah. get my Instagram? Then? You don't. That's the, That's the point. That's the point. Thank you, Maury. I need this. How do I get on Reddit? You don't. Uh...
4: I know. If anybody, you don't. If anybody needs this, it's Maury. That I asked my this. husband last night to help me with my screen time and every day for him to take my, physically take my phones away from me.
5: Yeah. Phones. Uh. <laughs> it's so funny too. Maury's, Maury's sitting here going like, oh my God, I'm always on my phone. I need to be on my phone. I'm two days in a row now. I message Maury hours before he gets back to Because Matthew
4: took my phone Our away now. Hours. That's the new You were emailed me in that time though. Because that's a laptop. I'm not allowed to use my phone. Nah. F- new house rules. Yeah. What's the new house rule? When he gets home from work, he takes my phone away. So I spend time with him. <laughs> Yeah right. How long is that gonna last? I give it till tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's something
5: else I wanted to do here. What are you laughing at, Sham? <laughs> it's beautiful, love, man. I just love hearing <laughs> it. <laughs> How much time do you spend on your phone, Sham? A lot, oh, huh? Bro, way too yeah, much. Way, way too, much. too much. Do you feel like it? It affects you mentally.
10: I'm pretty good at compartmentalizing, but there are some times where I do a little imposter syndrome, and I look at people's lives, and I'm like, oh, I kind of wish I had that. Yeah. Sometimes, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It happens.
5: Yeah, like whose lives, like. Yours, man. No, shut. I don't post anything. I even when's the last time I posted on social? Hold on, I'll tell you. January. Yeah. Bruh. Was that really the last time that I posted something on social media? On you, on Instagram? You know that so fast. What's that? What's well, a video from sitting in know, his living room? Yeah, oh, January twenty fifth. That was dude, that was my last you. post. Jeez. I gotta get on that. <laughs> Take his phone away now. But I feel like I'm on social media quite a bit. I just don't post. Like I'm 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 sort of a um Creeper? Uh, no, no, no. Not not a not a creeper. Like I there are, are times where I enjoy it, but I don't need I don't feel the need to participate. Right. Mm. Yeah, if yeah. that if that makes sense, want to observe. yeah. Like I'm fine with I see a lot of stuff and it makes me laugh, and I send stuff to Catherine and everything else. Yeah, um, I love when fans message me. Love that. It's always great talking to fans, but I don't feel the need to participate in social media. Mm. Like that's the that's sort of where I'm at. Yeah. Now I gotta. I mean, post something today. What are we gonna do? I don't know. I'm gonna post something today. A TikTok do a, video? No TikTok. No, you know they don't have TikTok in China. I found that out today. What? They don't have TikTok. They don't have actual TikTok. They have like the, the first version of TikTok made by that uh, that company that that made TikTok for the rest of the world. But the version of TikTok that they have in China isn't even called TikTok. What's it called? And it's not integrated with TikTok. I think it's called like duya or something like that. Oh. Or oh. Danya or something. I'm not sure what it's called, but Danya. it's not you, but it's not TikTok. Damn. It's like it's like not the same thing. Like it's uh. not even integrated with TikTok. Oh, they weird. get a whole separate thing. And then they release the one that steals all your info to the rest of the world. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we all have. Right? That's what we all
0: have. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. podcast.
5: Juliet Lewis has been crushing it lately. She's been on hit show after hit show. Uh, but the great thing about Juliet Lewis is that if, if she ever has an up year or a down year, um, we all end our year with Juliette Lewis, and that is because when she was a young kid, um, she was one of the stars of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And just in case you're wondering what that means to Juliette Lewis, here's a little bit of the conversation she had with Kelly Clarkson.
7: Well, I know that you've talked
3: about this a billion times, but my family will actually kill me if I don't bring it up. Okay. So you're welcome. I know people have to always ask you about Christmas Vacation, but like, I love this movie, How and I know it's that. Well, I'm just saying it's been a minute, so maybe we shouldn't. But I just. <laughs> (laughs) It's One
1: of my favorite... I have never...
7: Like, I spend Christmas with you. You know, I'm midlife, so I'm going through many um, important emotional transitional things, seizing beautiful, learning how to appreciate what you have. And so I get really... (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to cry. No, Christmas so. it's so touching. Yeah. Every year, as a little, I was just 15. Sorry. That's so crazy. No, look, I cry
1: so much on this show. No.
7: They have it here for me. It's it's an incredible thing though to be a part oh, people, of people's lives every Christmas. Uh, they're like you're ever. a part of my family. Um, uh, people who've lost their parents or yeah. whatever what what it meant uh, to them. It's a tradition. You're a part of those memories. And so what I'm saying is, no, you can never imagine that is ever going to happen. Yeah. In a film, you do. I was just 15 years old. Um, That's so crazy young. Wow. Chevy Chase is really supportive. Johnny Galecki, of course, who went on to do Big Bang Theory and many other things. Um, And we were just the new Griswold kids at that time. It was amazing. Anyway, I had to bring it up or my family would kill me. Aww, Mm,
0: Sweet. That's really nice. So great.